0: yo what's good with you we're finally back it's a new year we got this famous director right here Y'all oh know this guy come on come
1: on hold the camera he did a play and everything, everything. like he's a playwright the, hold the cameras okay look the last podcast i told people Y'all gonna see this video before everything happened, but big things are gonna happen. Right. And these are two people who
0: actually were at the play. Y'all see what, the, what's what was going that? on? It was amazing. Come on now. It was amazing. This man is a genius right here. Come on. He'd be saying it, but I'm like, nah. He really a genius. Look, I'm just, I'm
1: just grateful. I'm just happy to <laughs> be here. Happy, healthy. We got a guest. We gonna get into all of that.
0: You brought a friend today, huh, Chef Beats? Yes, yes. Tell yes. us about your friend that you brought
1: today. So y'all know who Nia is. Who's the creator of What's Good With You podcast, the host, I'm the co-host, where we're going to talk a little bit about Chef John, you know what I mean? He, What's up, man? He's from New York. <laughs> <He's, you> know, <laughs> Chef John, actually, tell us a little bit about yourself, because I've been grateful enough to know this person for over, I don't know how many years, going on 10 years, but yeah, John, tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself, man.
2: Uh, my name's uh, Jonathan Harris, I'm from uh, Long Island, New York, and uh, I currently live in Los Angeles, California. And I didn't have to wear a jacket today.
1: Yes, you didn't (laughs) have to, but you chose to. But you chose to.
2: (laughs) It was a choice.
1: Being a little, I don't know, I think he's being a little modest. Yeah, I
0: think he is because it's like, you're a chef, but you create an experience. Absolutely. Not just food. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: Um, So I got a supper club downtown uh, called The Apartment, which uh, originated in Patterson, New Jersey. Uh, It started as like a, Artistic outlet, cause I was tired of people just telling me what to do all the time. So people sitting there telling, "I will make this and make that for their restaurant." And that's cool, but I moved to Jersey. I was teaching cooking classes, and uh, I was like, "You know, I got space now. I'm not living in the front house anymore. I don't got 200 square feet. I got a little room. I'm gonna do a supper club. I'm just start cooking." And me being from Long Island, and I lived in Jersey. It was like a smooth 45, 50 minute drive from Long Island to Patterson. And the only way I could get everybody out there was if I cooked. Mm. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, bro, you should come check me, man. I got space now, you know what I mean? We don't even gotta, we don't even gotta think outside no more. You can come in here and we can do it all. Yeah, that's what's uh, I seen the pictures, bro. But then when you tell them about that food, then
0: and they wanna come.
2: Then I'm like, yo, bro, you know what? I just picked up some quail today. <laughs> Think about frying it up with a little bit of collard greens. How do you feel about it? You know what? I think we might come over there. How much is the toll? <laughs> Why? Well, right, now, now we with it. I, I think that's
1: mad interesting. How food just brings people together. Oh way yeah, that no especially other especially black people. No, absolutely, absolutely. Anybody.
2: There's one that everybody speaks that language. Right. Babies, senile people. <laughs> <Don't> matter. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> everybody loves food. Everybody loves food. But what? I mean, it's a new year. We got to acknowledge that. But what have you guys been up to this new year? Uh, I'll go
1: first. This new year, you know, it's still January. So I've been coming off of the high of the play that was early December, which I'm very grateful for. But it's time to run it back in February. So I know going into this year, a lot of people are used to be intentional beings. Be intentional. But this year I'm going to be more transparent. I'm saying exactly what I want to say, how I want to say it, and just kind of not putting too much emphasis on how people respond to my truth. I'm just transparently going to speak my truth. So I feel great. I feel healthy. And I'm just excited. That's what I've been up to, being very transparent. What about you, Chef John?
2: Uh, for the new year, I'm trying something new, you know, being more open. Being more what, transparent. What, about yeah, that?
1: Yeah, what you trying? Yeah, more what? open no, at, in um, all regards? Because I'm what, here.
2: I would never... I usually don't even like talking to people. Really? Yeah, unless I'm working. Work me is a totally different person than like actually knowing me. Yeah. Usually if somebody pulls a camera, I'm out. Really? And I don't even know why. It's just the main, it's the idea. You know what it is? What? I'll tell you what it is. Like people used to look up to, like the negative people used to look up to, like you know what I mean? You got older cousins, older brothers, uncles. Mm-hmm. Any time the camera, I don't take no pictures. Well, they were doing you know, illegal things. <laughs>
1: Right, 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 right. So right. I Go. just
2: took on the persona. I, and now as an adult, I can say that I had I had this conversation with myself recently. I was like, yo, hey, why? You don't even do anything illegal.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So what's the point? But
2: since I was a kid, I'm talking about a kid. A little kid, Imagine Santa Claus on the lap. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> he was copying nah. what was around yeah. You. yeah, and it just like it dawned on me recently, like, yo, bro, you don't even bro, you don't even run stop signs.
0: <laughs> you're, you're a very nice guy
1: like, why are you like, trying to hide you're yourself you're a good guy like,
2: yeah I am I'm a nice guy know, You know, but recently now I'm just like now I gotta be more open to and then because of COVID mm-hmm. the internet is like this thing now. not now it's always been this I thing mean, yeah but it's uh you just had to start seeing and I grew up in the industry like I grew up I'm a third generation chef grandfather's chef my father's a chef wow. I went to culinary school and it's like I never had to change anything the internet wasn't there before, and I still worked. I still made money. I still did everything I needed to do and never had to post about it. I post about food for fun. Just like, oh, today I cut, like, 40 pounds of potatoes. You didn't. And then now it's just like people are posting, you know, cutting two p- potatoes in half. I'm a chef now. This is an amazing world we live in.
0: TikTok chefs. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <on the> internet. <laughs> Talk
2: handy. Paper plate no. chefs. Right. Yeah, like, you know, and it's like... I, Recently, I also understand, like, yo, you can't, who are you to say who's a chef or not? Like, there's definitely levels you have to go through. You don't have to. Well, right. You used to go through in order to get titles and, you know, move up. But now, so, what up? Every People make money on the internet. Right. They don't even have to leave their crib. So, for the culinary or the hospitality industry not to jump on that and just, like, yo, it's not that deep. I used to be one of those people on the internet wilding, like, you're not a chef. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Should've I t- do be
0: seeing, like, kids on there thinking they're chefs, like, on TikTok and stuff, and they have, like, millions of views. And I'm just like, they but they burn the food. like, right. But people still watching it, I guess, because they well, find it funny or comical. But No,
2: the Internet is clearly the new place where everybody gets a trophy.
1: Mm. That's it. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell us more about that. What do you mean by everybody gets the trophy with the Internet?
2: I feel like a lot of times, like, even with chefs who are, like, notable. Right they'll do something that's amazing but because they're chefs it's not that great like you're supposed to do that Uh, and you see some Joe Schmo at home that got his apron from Whole Foods and is making (laughs) mashed potatoes and everybody oh my god that's so amazing I'd love to try it what's the recipe yeah okay
1: you know (laughs) you know what's funny about that though when I first met John so you know I'm Chef Beans but people rarely see me cook the random things that I cook when I first met uh Chef John, he was like, you feel me, it's there it's like exactly what he's saying. You know, everybody be throwing chef in front of their name, but are they really a chef? You wouldn't put a band-aid on a person and call yourself a doctor, would you? You <laughs> know what I'm
2: saying? Nah, <laughs> for real. It's, it's going yeah. on? But like, I, we could talk about it. Yeah. There's a certain I'm I'm thirty-one now. So I was I graduated in oh eight and during that ever I don't know where if it was everywhere, but there was a a mass spread of the clinical uh, nurses mm. going around, going to Sanford Brown, right? And it was a thing. And a lot of people, it was a couple, it was a little program. Then you had people who registered nurses. Right. But because people don't, a lot of people didn't know the difference at the time. You're a nurse and you're a nurse. And I would see people who went to school, went for a long time, a lot of practice, say, no, we're not the same thing. And everybody would be okay. Okay, she has a certification and you, you're okay. Right. There's a difference here. When it comes to food, no. No. Yeah, you guys the don't same have thing. like a
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think it's like that for photography too. And like videography. And a lot of art based things. It's just people, if you could pick it up and you feel like you could do it and you could make people believe it, then go off. Yeah. And now that I understand it, I'm not the angry guy on the internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think I think your work speaks for itself though. So you don't have to do all the extra showboating and all that.
2: I feel like to some people but i think as a majority a lot of people just look at oh that's nice what is it it's like oh
1: okay well yeah <laughs> a, a lot of people and and i'm also aware that a lot of people just if they if they like it who are you to convince them that they shouldn't you know what i mean a lot right. of people are just kind of like it is what it is so with all of that i'm always just watching from a space where if i enjoy it, i'm not going to try to convince you otherwise because i don't personally Feel like investing that energy unless it's directly connected to me. But you, right. we've had multiple conversations about culinary how you've had to freaking freaking shooting caviar out of straw. To people, you've had to do things as a kid, which that's actually connected to the topic which we're talking about today. Because what's good with you podcast? The foundation is primarily mental health, and we nuance different ways to talking about different things. So we want to really like get into your experience on top of talking about adapting to a new normal. And what I mean by adapting to a new normal, you can use the example of no one prepared for COVID. We all had to adapt to wearing masks, getting mm. tested to go into different things. But let's go into you a little bit, Chef John. So you're a third-generational chef, which means?
2: My grandfather the chef, my father the chef, and I grew up in the restaurant.
1: Do you feel as though that was predestined? Like when your parents had you there, it was like, he's going to be a chef. Like, how were you introduced to the kitchen or culinary world?
2: Extra hands? (laughs) What do you mean by extra hands? They needed help, (laughs) so you was in there. I was free labor, right? I was close. You ain't have to pick me up. You know what I mean? You just tell me get in the car and go to work, and it was life. It was normal until I didn't. Until I found out it wasn't. Like I go to school, like yo, so what y'all doing this weekend? Oh no, cartoons. They play cartoons. Like the whole day?
1: <laughs> you never watched cartoons. No,
2: I didn't watch Static Shock till I was seventeen years old.
1: Whoa. Okay. What? Yeah. So, yeah. so with the
0: weekends, look like you didn't have the weekends. You was peeling potatoes in making the morning, making cornbread.
2: Making cornbread. Yeah, working, helping out at the restaurant. Like he had a catering company, he had a restaurant, um, and it was the weekends. As soon as you wake up, it was like music's playing. My mother's probably getting getting ready to start cleaning, and he's like, "All right, we'll see you in the car. Meet me in the car." Wow. So, whatever, you didn't even have
0: a choice. It was just like, I didn't
2: know they played cartoons all day on Saturday. (laughs) I didn't know. That's wild. Officially, to me, it was like, oh, I'm not a kid. Because that's like a kid's day. Mm -hmm. And I worked that day.
0: So, you're saying, so basically, you're saying since you had that upbringing that when COVID came around, like nothing really changed for you? No. Um, Because you're still. No,
2: um, that's not the truth. All right. So, before COVID, I was uh, doing weddings, actually. I was still doing the apartment. I was still doing supper clubs when I had time. But I was doing four to seven weddings a weekend. And it was, yeah.
0: Wow. A weekend? Yeah. Okay. All right. From
2: Friday to, like, Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So, with that, it was just, like, when COVID, it was, like, I right, it sat me down. And I needed a break, I'll be honest with you. Right. It was, it was a lot. Like, I miss weddings. I miss birthdays. I miss a bunch of things that you i You miss
1: personal to, weather, like friends and family. Yeah, time. I went
2: to everybody else, wasn't that work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody ate good, they had a blast, but as far as I went, it was like I was there. I was working 18-hour days. I would sleep maybe six hours a weekend.
0: Okay. All right. I and mean, then COVID you, came. And yeah. then it was like, oh,
2: you can't do this anymore. Do what, work? Yeah? Okay. I'm, I'm just hang out here. See how this goes, and then I was like, oh, "This is great. Man. I don't have to report anywhere." It was the first time in my life I never had to report anywhere. Wow, so it was a
0: much it was a much needed break. Yeah, that that's how I feel about it too. Like
2: unfortunate needed break. For,
0: well, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, unfortun- I, yeah unfortunate because yes, people d- did get sick, especially me. Uh, I thought, I thought it wasn't. I I won't say I thought it wasn't real, but. When I look at, like, my videos from actual, like, 2020, like, I was just out and about. Like, nothing was going to phase that was your me. normal. Yeah, like, I was just like, oh, me and my cousins were talking about how we used to, like, throw parties and stuff during the pandemic. And, like, we wasn't really caring like that. And then I got sick on New Year's, and I was like, damn, I got to be more careful. Like, I'm, I'm really just out here thinking that I'm invincible, like, that this ain't going to get me. And it got me. That mess had me down. Like, I was like, dang.
2: It, yeah, no, I came.
0: Yeah, it came. yeah, it, it was real. It was real. But it, it also forced me to sit down because also before that I was doing a lot, like with the podcast or, you know, my business. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take this time. I'm going to work on, like, myself and resting. And everybody's telling me, like, Nia, you just need to rest. You're going to get better. You just need to rest. And so I do feel more rejuvenated now that I'm back healthy and uh negative because chef john tried to play yeah. me earlier i mean you came in hot <laughs> right you came it was in like, hot but, but you're good now though right, right. i was I mean, like I why would i why would i have you here if i wasn't good come I on mean, you know i wouldn't put y'all in the, danger like that
2: anything for the show
0: nah, <laughs> nah that's why we haven't recorded since uh
1: since the end since yeah the end of november after thanksgiving since the end of november because
0: yeah, i wanted to record way earlier but i got sick so had yeah. to push she's everything.
2: Thanksgiving. Back. Yeah. <laughs> you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, she's made me hungry saying that.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's funny, right? So when I think about like when I'm listening to Chef John and when I'm listening to Nia, like prior to you say your your normal was going to the restaurant on the weekends. You didn't know any other different any difference since you were freaking what six seven years old. And then Nia talking about party in 2020. Yeah, we call. Co- I think we all got very comfortable seemingly with life or we don't we take certain things for granted right. like the autonomy that comes with just breathing free-flowingly and now we have to go into spaces making sure we got masks on right. different things like that but I, what I, when I think about the new normal of this country and how we operate I feel like prior to the quarantine I was already in isolation like it was a lot of people's first time sitting with themselves
0: right, so right. they're
1: trying to adapt to this normal as far as that but I feel like once you really sit with yourself and identify who you are, that's what helps traject everything else. Mm-hmm. Because even the apartment supper club, you were in Jersey, and now you're in LA. Like, what do you think made you want to even like take that leap from the familiarity of what you were used to to a completely different coast? Like, what was it like your idea with your business that made you want to switch up your new normal? Uh,
2: well, like I said, it was before. I even my new normal was just like being able to sit down, okay, and like watch TV, like I, right. I caught up with Power and all those other shows when when COVID just hit, and then it got boring.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: <laughs> then, yeah. Then it was like, oh, so people do this shit every day, right? Nothing. Like I don't have anywhere to go. I'm scrolling on the yeah. internet. I'm seeing all these people cooking now and stuff. I was like,
0: this is Everybody learned how to do Yeah, this everybody, all of a sudden, <laughs> man, I, I
2: started making bread. I never made sourdough like that in the crib. I want to make some sourdough. But it was just like I got bored, and I think I, before I got completion, I had to leave. And it, was like, it wasn't like I wasn't working stuff. I was still doing like couples here and there, like mm-hmm. maybe a six top, a 10 top. But because of COVID, I couldn't do the actual event of an apartment. It just had to be private. Oh, so members.
0: you moved during the pandemic? Mm hmm. Oh, so you just moved out here. Yeah, I made of. a year today. Actually. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Appreciate I didn't know it was that like soon I mean, that recent that you had moved yeah, here out here. So I wanna up. ask you this. How is it well, was it different like the <laughs> pandemic on the east coast and the pandemic out here? Do you feel like it was different at all or The weather being one? Yeah, I know the that. the weather
2: <laughs> being number one. Uh W- this is a loaded question. What? Because I went straight for, is it different? And it was like, aside from COVID, it was like, oh, yeah, I got mad to say. But then with COVID, I think I think people are a lot more uh, relaxed over here. Uh, stress. The East Coast is not stressful.
0: Yeah, yeah. Every time I go to New York, like, it seemed like the people, like, they're always in a rush, and then they always seem a little, just a little bit rude, just a little bit. No. A little bit.
2: No, I just think over here is just way too passive. They could care about nothing. Time because being included.
0: Because it's relaxing. It's the, I think it has something to do with the weather. Yeah. It's mean, just like people, people are more relaxed and I feel like when it's cold like you're just trying to get to where you got to go like get out my way, you know? So
2: No, maybe. I I'll tell you one perspective and this is just from my and it's very rare to see uh people not doing anything like everyday people who have nothing wrong, have things going on, not doing anything all day. People start to wonder, what the hell, I'm, I'm in and out. You still in the same place you was when I left this morning. It's very weird to me. Over here, if you're going to work every day on a schedule, people ask you, hey man, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, <laughs> that's so true. Was like, what are you talking, you're on, you, you- what? You didn't... I saw you here this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw you here when I got home. I saw you here yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. I missed you last night because I came home a little late. Coffee shop was closed. You might have went home. But people just sit there and just have a blast and just standing in there. And that was like the biggest culture shock to me. I was jealous that I couldn't think like that.
1: You know, what it, you know what it is though, bro? I think not even necessarily just being from the East Coast. Like sometimes we're working with blue-collar parents. Like people who go roll up their sleeves, we emulate that same thing. We feel as though we have to exchange time for money. Like, if you're not at work, getting to it, waking up 7 a.m., getting to it, making sure your family good, then what are you doing? But I also ran into, like, that same experience with moving out here. I've met people who sell pins that you can stick on your shirt for a living and make a lot. I know people say, I don't feel like working this whole three weeks. I'm not going to work three weeks and still find ways of making sure that their basic needs are taken care of. So culture shock. Yes. But on the flip side, it also has helped me unlearn those things that were beat into our heads. Right. like we were really taught that you have to exchange time for money. If you're not working, if you're not punching in, then what are you doing? But I can say, I can honestly admit moving out here, Made me realize I can attract the abundance that I want by literally just like setting my up, myself up for success, but not feeling like I gotta just punch in and punch out to
2: an institution. Out here, sorry.
0: Oh no, go ahead. No, go out ahead.
2: here gave me patience. There's mm, a lot mm. of patience.
0: Mm.
2: Um, I was a little high strung for New York, so coming over here, I, people thought I was a terrorist. I, my first, I'm doing a dinner. Go to the supermarket.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Num- numero uno, they have great meat products. It's a pretty good store. I'm in line, and this dude has like ketchup. He has his regular stuff, but he's like holding on to the bottle of ketchup like it's the last one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Paying no mind, I got a full shock. I'm shopping, cart of food. I don't have time. Gets to the front of the line, and the dude is just like, "Yeah, this is the one on sale, right?" Dude on the cash register, the cash register, the cashier is just looking at the pay, pulls out a big book, looking, going, and I'm like, is there like a coupon line or something? <laughs> you <laughs> like, you
0: trying to go? Yeah, huh? I got things to do. Right. So yeah. the dude is like,
2: no, it's the bigger one. You got to go back and get another mm-hmm. one. Instantly, I I went off. Excuse me. Who has gonna? What are you talking about? Cancel his whole order, and ring me up. What are right. we doing here? He's like, no, no, he's just going to go grab a bottle. He'll be right back. Back where? (laughs) His stuff will not be here when he gets back. Then they make the mistake here to tell you to relax. Mm -hmm. Bro, I don't know you. We ain't grew up in the same house. We ain't never worked together. Don't ever tell me relax. That's the worst thing you could do. And then when he tells me relax, I'm like, bro, you don't know me like that. Please just cancel his order. But he said
0: New York people aren't rude. But, right but no, he what, he what was no, rude no. about that well
2: <laughs> explain to me what maybe was rude because
0: about I'm <laughs> from here I'm more you know relaxed I guess so when he said that I think he was trying to comfort you but you took it as like you're telling me what to do
2: I, like you're already on you edge saying that a grown man who I don't know is trying to comfort me with the problem that he is starting that doesn't make any sense. But look, you know what's <laughs> funny about that, bro?
1: That was his normal. Right, You got to understand, exactly. like, people's, people, like, when I say about this new normal, even John admitting that moving out here made him more patient, mm-hmm. it's like learning that and be like, okay, that's also part of this new chapter that you're in, this new chapter that we're all in. Like, even, like, I, I think the one thing that I ran into out here, on the East Coast, we're not used to seeing celebrities all the time. Out here, you see celebrities wherever you go. So the first celebrity I saw, I I remember trying to get a picture with him, and people I was with, like, yo, bro, chill out. Like, we see him all the time. And I just made me feel crazy. (laughs) On top of knowing that all these people are super normal. But I say all that to say all of that is part of this new normal that we're experiencing. So Mm -hmm. I guess a question that I got for I'ma start with Ania. How have your friends adapted to your new normal from you? starting a podcast, you have another business venture that I know you said that you're about to pop out like this Nia that you're radically stepping into. How have your friends and family like received you? Mm.
0: Uh, Wow. That's a good question. Uh, I would say people expect me to be busy now. So I think they're starting to learn like Nia is not going to be somebody who just sits around at home. Like I'm going to, I'm going to want to work on something. Um, but a lot of my friends have been helpful and actually helped me with my business, helped right. me with the podcast. Um, if they're, like, into social media or whatever, like, they help. Um, but I think my mom kind of, she's like, are "Yeah, you, are you sure? Like, you're doing too much. Right. Like, because I had a photo shoot for my business, and I lost my suit. And I talked about it in another episode, but, like, I lost a $200 suit.
2: Hey, you was too relaxed. I w- <laughs>
0: no, I <laughs> was too. Right. I was too stressed out because I was doing a lot. I was moving around, and I forgot it. I don't know how I forgot it, but right. then I found it a couple of days later. But she was just like, "You need to, you need to have some time to yourself. Like you need to relax." Right. And uh, I'm trying to do a better job of you know finding that time to relax because I want to accomplish so many things. Right. But as far as my friends, like. The real ones, they support me, right? Whether okay. I'm busy or if I can hang out with them or not, but yeah, they know. They know it's all love. They know it's all love. They don't take it personal. They know that I'm trying to work on, you know, something bigger. So, yeah, they the real ones are there. But some people, you know, didn't make it.
2: Right, right. so you I really... lost something along the way.
0: Huh? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. What about you, Chef John? Your new normal is, I know, completely out of the norm for some friends and family who may be used to. John from two thousand and eight, maybe John from two thousand and thirteen. Friends or family? How are people receiving your new normal?
2: Uh, uh, the same thing. I mean, you probably heard it too. You, you Hollywood now.
1: Oh yeah.
2: How? No, stupid. We got a <laughs> three hour difference, and you call me at three in the morning. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not gonna work for me. And it's just, it's pretty much that. It's like people not knowing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like it's like maybe I should share more. I don't know. But it's like, you leave people their own devices and they start to think their own thoughts. Right. So that's another thing California did for me. I don't care.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. care. <laughs> you don't care about what, like how you're received?
2: Yeah. No, if you're creating your own idea of whatever you created from wherever it came from, that's cool. You, you don't even know me. Right. And I know who I know. Like, people who are close to me, it's all good. It's all love. It's not even, it was kind of disappointing when I moved, Uh, when I told people that I didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah. I figured you'd do that. Yo, fam, you know how back and forth I was about this? And you're going to sit there and say, yeah, yeah, I figured you'd do that. So when it comes to, it's like a lack of uh, being impressed. So now I'm at the point where it's like, oh, well, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm comfortable where I'm at. I used to have, like, imposter syndrome and all that. I don't think I should I don't deserve this. Nah. You do. I do. (laughs) You do. You do.
0: Right. And and I like what you said about... um, You know, the John that he was in 2008 is not the same John that he is now because I feel like I'm doing that for myself as well. Like I really have to work on standing up for myself and like, you know, when I when I feel uncomfortable speaking up about it, because I think the old Nia was a people pleaser. Oh, and so the only that people remember, too. Right. The only that people remember was a people pleaser. So whenever I felt uncomfortable or I didn't like something, I didn't really want to cause conflict. So I would just be like, you know, what? let me just slowly dip out or, you know, fade away, whatever it is. But now I'm just like, you know what? I, d- I don't like this. This is making me feel uncomfortable. I got to leave this situation. And some people, you know, don't like that. But. I got to set boundaries and I, I can't be afraid to, you know, advocate for myself. Right. I feel
1: like that's dope. No, no, that's that's actually amazing. That helps me to even like realize everything that I've been experiencing as well. Like, John, you know, we've been chopping it up since day one. Just with everything that I've been experiencing, I feel like externally things are always changing. But internally, I've been able to set these consistent standards to where now I'm literally just responding to things I'm watching how people treat you, which, like I said in the play, how people treat you when they feel as though you can't do anything for them versus the come-up versus when you first share something with people they told you it was crazy to them seeing it now, and now they're trying to respond different. So my new normal, I would say, is always changing externally, but internally I'm at just a better place to where I can understand that I literally fought and built everything brick by brick where we are today and it, it feels amazing you feel me i ain't gonna get too vulnerable or cry <laughs> no like but that. when you
0: said brick by brick i was thinking about snowfall. but Br- <laughs> brick,
1: brick by brick but like i it's just I, I have to get this off my chest because like i said earlier everyone loves the calm be intentional or whatever the version of yourself when they could potentially take advantage of you when you were more of a yes person all right cool i got you whatever like that once you develop some standards some boundaries now you hollywood now you change oh right. bro we Used to be able to chop it up on the phone for hours before, but bro, I have a whole business now, right? I have you got multiple stuff to do. things moving. So, as far as how people and family responded to the new normal today, uh-huh. oh, they hear me loud and clear, they know not to hit my phone with no BS, different things like that. But I had to em- emerge into this, Because right. when you first brought it up, it was sound a little uh, whatever. Now, they but consistency will show a person how
2: serious you are, right? Yeah, yo, I gotta piggyback off that, like uh. I think growing up in this industry, uh, I, I, I'm naturally hospitable.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Naturally,
2: I've got in my way to make somebody feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I'm not that nice of a person.
1: Elaborate, what you mean? I'm
2: hospitable, I'm not nice. Okay. So a lot of times people get it confused. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's all of a sudden kind of feeling that they get because it's like, yo, I'm being hospitable. So it's like I'm offering. But the second you start asking and taking, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to show you that the hospitality that went out the window, I'm going to show you like I'm not nice. Yeah. The
1: hospitality was like a luxury. Yeah, it's like to be
2: around, like I I grow up like that. So you come around me, I don't even eat my food without asking if you want something, no matter who I'm with. And it's like if it comes from that, and that's from being a kid, not even industry talk. But it's like after being in the industry, anybody come around, you just naturally want to please them. Not in a way like... A weird way but as far as like you need anything anything you need i'm trying to be hospitable to you and that's just in me but oftentimes people aren't used to that so when they come around they'll take that for weakness and try to take it for gain and that's when i let people know i'm not nice just hospitable right people get it after that
0: though yeah <laughs> yeah you don't some people take your kindness for weakness you know and you gotta set that boundary or like stand up for yourself and be like, no, like I'm not about to take this. Like I was just being hospitable. (laughs) Not nice, but hospitable. (laughs) Yes. yes.
1: I just want to take a a quick, a quick second to say, we want to say thank you for all the viewers and people chiming in, no matter where you're listening to it at. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. If you're on Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever, make sure you download it. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Five star rating, all that good stuff. And we do a great job at making sure that we're giving everyone what they need to be the best version of themselves. What's good with you, but what's really good with you?
0: Since we're doing shout-outs, don't you have something coming up?
1: Oh, yes, Transparency, the play, too, is coming out. At not two, like, you know, Incredibles, one, Incredibles, two. <laughs> 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 I, I added a little more to the first play, but also the sold-out play in December is also coming back February 26th and 27th. Uh, tickets go on sale February 1st which by the time y'all listening to this is going to be past February first. So hopefully it's not sold out yet. But if it is, it's going to be another amazing time. Hudson Theater. And I think that's, uh, I'm also just very grateful, especially being that y'all are both there to help out. Host John just being all hands on deck. But it's a reflection of my new normal. I'm not counting myself out of anything. I feel like sometimes we're taught and we adopt other people's fears. Oh, you can't do that because they're projecting because they can't do it. But literally, my mantra this year is if I feel like I want to do it, I'm just going to push the button. Like, I don't count myself out of anything.
0: So I'm excited, very excited about that. Do you think the success of the first play, like, helped – I don't know, help you feel more confident? Uh,
1: y- Yes and no. So I've, I was already a pretty confident person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no. I think it just made me more enthused. Because I've been saying for years, and John, to tell you, I've called John phone, yo, bro, I'm down bad out here, boom, 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 or whatever, but I always maintain the same essence. I'm not waiting for the world. I'm not waiting to catch up to the world. The world has to catch up to me. Right. I know what I got is good. I'm mm-hmm. enduring whatever I have to endure, but I know what I got is good, and the world is going to see whenever they see. So I feel like the play was the first time for people to come out to see it in the physical, in live, in person, regardless to what I was posting on social media. Right, Because people people can say the best stuff in the world, but if you ain't got the bread or the capital to back it for them to actually feel like they want to be a part of it, it's going to deaf ears. Right. But once you are actually start showing things in the physical, like, now nah, his person really is impactful. Now nah, this actually really good. Oh, I got. It. How can I be a part of that? So mm-hmm. that's what the play did for me. It stamped and it made it real for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it was already real to me and my, and my close friends.
0: Right. I want. I wanted to ask you about something that you posted when you were. I don't know if somebody tried to say like you were coming up or you were like an overnight success. Yes. And you were like. Uh, a snap. Yeah, you. And snapped. I think I told you about that when yeah. someone said bro, you uh, skipping a lot of steps.
1: Remember, I, th- right. I told you that. They
2: try to call you their son, bro. Right, they, they try they to say you boo.
1: skipping a lot of steps. And when it comes to, like, I, I keep saying you're our new normal because our new normals are different based on, like, our upbringing. I watched cartoons coming up. You know what I'm saying? You didn't, but that was your normal. So I say all that to say when you've been building something for so long or really working on yourself, I'm, I just find it very interesting how people – catch on to what you've been doing for five, ten years, however many years, however long you've been born. It, so I, I just felt offended when people try to say overnight success or skipping certain steps because I didn't skip any steps. I, right. I went through a myriad of emotions. I went through a lot of different things for this person that people are seeing today. Right. So with all of that, back to what I was saying earlier, I'm responding to it like, you got me fucked up. <laughs> it's short you got me fucked up and if I feel the need to tell someone about their self I will with knowing that I'm okay with however you respond to this right because right. I'm, I'm at a point where I'm only giving a person my truth my integrity I keep saying my because my integrity might be different from yours my truth might be different and I just don't care because my friends and my loved ones who I keep close we good right? we good we solid we consistent
0: I wanted to ask Chef John like what were some of the steps that you took to build your brand and to build everything that you have, like because we see we see the results now. But talk about you know some of those like humble beginnings, like how everything started.
2: Uh, Chef Kwan here, Chef Bean, Chef Kwan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not the government. <laughs> my, my bad.
2: Beans. He was at the first dinner I did uh, in Patterson. It was a. Uh, it was like, like I said, it started as friends just coming up. Then it was, you know how it go when people are like, oh, well, I ain't get the invite. You weren't invited. That's usually <laughs> how it starts. Then it was like a, too many people asking, like, yo, when, when's the next joint you doing? When the next Friday night? When the next? Huh? Maybe I'll do it. And while I was working, I was teaching cooking classes at the time, so I was able to kind of get into the mode of just making more in the mass for people in my house. So from there, I just did the dinner. The first one was success. A couple of them flopped. A couple of people like. I, I had space for 18 people in my apartment. I've had six people show up. Mm. There was a vibe though, we had a good time. But it's like it wasn't always easy. Like you said, it wasn't an overnight success. I right. had people who, I've cooked all the food already because I didn't want to take the money at first because we cool and I'm trying to give you this experience. I just wait for you to get here, and I get dubbed, they don't even come. And I just got extra food, good for my neighbors. But not good for me, right, so it's like now where I'm at now' it was just like people would be like, "Oh well, why your prices like this because I said so
1: right you you earn that you <laughs> earned that. because so. cause you said so and you earned it, and I think it's even interesting like i've I've literally seen the transformation parts of it from what I guess when we first met, but even you posted something recently when you said ten year challenge when it was. Which you was like the the chicken man on yeah, campus
2: or yeah. something like that? That was
0: crazy. That's. <laughs> well, you was the chicken man. Hold <laughs> on. I
2: don't got to know you know
1: that. Gotta get into
2: too, <laughs> too much. Wait, wait. I wait. went to school in Rhode Island and pretty much um, while I was working out there, I worked for a catering company. It was like slow season. I needed to make money. So I lived in the third floor, woke up and I started selling food from the house barbecue, chicken, macaroni, and cheese, collard greens, and cornbread for $7. I had people on campus who had cars, they were dropping them off on campus. I'll start at 12, be done by three. And I was doing that in like 2010. Wow. No, any Only other people doing that, I guess wherever they was at, they was doing it, but the only place I saw it was at church.
0: Right, yeah, church, church dinners.
2: And it's just like, it was, it, it's crazy because I was charged $7 for all that work. I used to have to light the coals on the fire in my house, the electric coil, and then wow. run out to the crib and put the coals in there because it was too windy in Rhode Island. I mean, and now like, I'll sit here and make a dish that took 18 hours, got 13 components, the sauce reduced for four hours, and you got the audacity to tell me why. Mm. Yeah.
0: My. but you, Yeah, you ain't skipped no, <laughs> <steps. laughs> you know skip no steps. You ain't skipped no steps.
1: You know, and, and also, Chef John, you're also, I think people put people in boxes, right? Right. People have been calling you Chef oh, yeah. John your whole life, but I think sometimes they can miss the creative side of you. Mm-hmm. So I, can you speak more to... I saw recently you put, like, mixtape, album, single, when it comes to apartment, co- supper club. How does that correlate with food? Like, how have you been able to do that?
2: Yeah, So for me, um, when it came to food, I just, like like I said, it was like my artistic outlet. So everything was based off of music, movies, or just how I felt. So whenever I cooked, I always listened to music. So it was like, all right, well, what song? Uh, just making me feel like I'm going to cook this. And I'll make that, and I'll just, if you want to come to the apartment, that's what you eat. But now it's to the point where I really do look at food as art. So if somebody said they don't like something, you know, art is subjective, brother. Right. <laughs> That's up to you. Yeah. But when it comes to me, I just it's so much entitled like into music for me, I started to think about it like, all right, cool. This is me playing my mixtape. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a I'm I'm a rapper. Only reason I don't rap is I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I promise you if I could, it'd be a problem out here. <laughs> but I cook instead. So with me, I just try to take on the same idea. So whenever I'm cooking, I just try to think of like, all right, if this is around, I'm going to do a punchline. Like, yeah, here we go. I do familiar food in an unfamiliar way. So I'll do things like take childhood experiences with music or movies and just try to flip it. Like I've done a Incredible Hulk Granita. That was the first time I ever drunk alcohol in my life. That was like, it was Incredible It's got to be for kids. This guy was like the watered down version. <laughs> and it was mad cool, it was green, it looked like a quarter Right. And they gave me that, it was disgusting. But as I got older, I appreciated it. So later down the line, I took it and made that into a Granita's, froze it, shaved it up, served with dehydrated strawberries. And it was just like, yeah, I could do this, it's fun. And to be able to break it down for people was just like, yeah, this is not just exactly what you think it is, there's way more to it. And if you don't, it's okay. But new albums that I just, albums, the new menus that yes. I just dropped. <laughs> Is a, one is called the single, one is called the mixtape, and one is called the album. So the single for me is just a pretty much like a, a small understanding of like who I am. Like if you heard a song out and it was like, oh that was kind of that was a little bop. What else they got? You, you try that, then you come up and like, oh I'm about to drop a mixtape. Son got a mixtape. I want to see what else he's putting out. If you like that, then go for the album. And it's like, it's a story for each one. So each one is a different part of my life, and I'm telling that through food. I
0: Like that. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, my next question, like, it's a food question. This is just for me personally. Like, what's your favorite thing to make? He's gotten that, I bet you've gotten that question a lot, man.
2: Yeah. I'm going to answer it, but I'll just tell you, like, you ever met a cool electrician?
0: Mm, no.
2: They're cool. But if you ask them, like, yo, what's your favorite socket?
0: They might have a favorite socket.
2: They just an electrician.
0: Wait. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying you don't have a favorite?
2: So most of it is like I like to cook for people. I like to create experiences for food. I like to create experiences for people through food. So I'll sit there and have a conversation with somebody. I'm like, oh, where you from? Okay. What kind of food do you like? Oh, okay. And then from there, I could create a menu for you. Right. And I like to do that. Like, I could make whatever I want to make. but.
1: Okay, so, oh, so I, got, go ahead, I, got, go I got a
2: challenge for you, Chef John. Okay, so
1: <laughs> let's uh, create a scenario Try real a freestyle quick. Right yeah, right yeah, we about we're about to through? freestyle. You got the album, single, the single, the mixtape. All right, what let's up. freestyle. All right, bet. You met a person, you you meet a person who's from...
2: No, nah, we'll go right here. Where you from?
0: Yeah, no, go, go Go ahead. I'm no, just from, tell me about yourself. I'm from Norwalk,
2: from here. I'm from Norwalk. Yeah. yeah. All right, him, everybody, your whole family from here? Like yeah, originally? from no. L.A., yeah. Nobody from the south. Nobody. Uh, my
0: grandparents are from Louisiana.
2: Louisiana. See, I ask more questions on L. A. They don't like to tell the truth. I'm from L. A. <laughs> 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 they did not drop you here on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: I get what you're saying. But yeah. So my, my people question from Shreveport, Louisiana. I think. All
2: right. And uh, any trips recently you went on? Had fun? Memorable experiences? Any trips I That went had on good rec- food.
0: Good food. Jamaica.
2: Jamaica. What do you eat in Jamaica?
0: A lot of chicken.
2: So jerk chicken. Yeah, jerk chicken. chicken. Yeah. What's your favorite food to eat out here? You see that face?
0: (laughs) My favorite food to eat out here? I like Mexican food.
2: Mexican food. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Mexican food.
0: What you doing with that, man?
2: With that? With that information. family from Louisiana, but she from LA. And she like Mexican food. When you say you're from LA, you just like Mexican food automatically.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, this, I this, guess this. I it might yeah, it might be since I'm from here, but yeah, I, I like Mexican food. I would eat that over everything else if I had a choice.
2: That's what's up. That's got good
0: taco. Yeah, definitely.
2: So you would probably pick a taco or anything? So if we're talking about experiences, we could talk about tacos, right? Yeah. So we we'll could probably talk about a jerk chicken taco, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo! Whoa. <laughs> the jerk chicken taco, right? Then we take a couple pe- peppers, maybe green pepper, onion, celery, pickle them. That's a trilogy. That's from Louisiana. That's the base to any type of food that you start in Louisiana. So now we hit that, right? So we did the Mexico. We did the taco. We did the jerk chicken from Jamaica, and we went home with your family on the trilogy of peppers that we pickled.
0: Oh my gosh. Shit is <laughs> I'm blown away right now. Like that sounds so good.
2: Yeah, no one ever made it.
0: Wow. He's more than a chef. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. He's more than a chef. He he has What? What did you do? What was that? So so It's like so <laughs> I think it's, it's My it's, mind is people
1: right now. people talk a lot about like 10,000 hours to become an expert and things like that. You, we dealing with a person Who's been doing this For so long So on one scale Like he was talking about earlier You can look at a person And be like Whether you're a paper plate Chef or not nah, You just start cooking Alright cool whatever Get your bread How you get your bread But when it comes to Purist Like be mindful When you're about to Approach me with that conversation Cause I'm gonna ask Those questions So how he's been able To curate And I'm even like Put John on the spotlight A little bit I feel like he also Don't like Posting too much stuff Cause A you know People try to emulate Creativity Mm. But also, he knows he's unique in his own right. sense. So, when it comes to this new normal, I think it's being a little more vulnerable, but also still having a, a grip on the integrity and the purest that you are as a chef. Right.
2: It's hard to explain what just happened to somebody.
1: What, what he just did. That's <laughs> yeah, hard to explain. It's
0: definitely hard to explain. it's, and it's hard not, hard not to anything to special.
2: It's like chefs do that all the time. It's not even mm-hmm. special, but it's like, that's my experience is based off of yours. And why not? Food is. Food is art. Art is subjective. If you ain't like it, we'll see. But it tells a story, right? If you ain't like the food, you like the story. It's yours. Oh.
0: man, I've, that's amazing right there. That's that's different. That's the expertise right there. No, when I've, you when you don't skip any steps, that's <laughs> that's what happens right there. When you, when you, <laughs> like that's you, an expert right there. But um, I wanted to ask you, where can people um book your services or find you if they want to? have that experience
2: uh you can go you can follow the apt supper club on uh, instagram or chef john harris on instagram but the website is the apt supper mm. I'm i'm
0: gonna go on right after this because i okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i love food since i was a little kid so i'm really like thinking about that taco but uh <laughs> Beans so Nobody you, you,
2: try still it. I know I already know cool. I Yeah her don't her try steal man. it Don't try still Nah it you steal can it. have it It's cool That's a burner man That's a, that's a freestyle <laughs> man cool.
0: It don't run out But you got anything going on That you wanna say Before we Get out of here I already talked about the play I just
1: wanna say When it comes to Realizing your new normal Like stand up for yourself If people aren't susceptible, acceptable However you pronounce it I'll be trying to use Different words But That's okay. Stand up for yourself. Like if people aren't adapting to your new normal, to your growth, then you have to decide if they have the space to operate in your capacity. Be intentional. Be transparent. Stand up for yourself. That's all I
0: got to say. Chef Beans, you know the vibes. And get the tickets to the play. Oh,
1: tickets will be available February 1st. This episode will be out after that. But if they're not sold out yet, They will sell out. They will. There's a marquee. It's going to say transparency to play by Chef Beans. It's happening, y'all. This is real life, black history happening right now. Like, I'm...
0: Pull up. Pull up.
1: Yeah.
0: do you have anything to say? I'm just very honored to be by these young men right here because, like, I'm inspired. I'm inspired and... Ain't this your show? This, yeah, but... (laughs) But the good thing about this show is I get to meet people like, like y'all, like just, you have so like, you're so different from me, but at the same time, like I love hearing about y'all's experiences. So um, I'm just happy to have you. Thank you for coming Mm -hmm. on. I appreciate you. Um, you guys, you need to follow us on Instagram double underscore what's good with you subscribe to the YouTube page, leave a comment. Leave, rate us on Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcast. Please rate us and leave us a review. I would really appreciate that. And it's been another episode of What's Good With You. We're done, guys. Ciao. cool. Yeah.